And at this, uh, at this time, we have, uh, well, we have some guests with us from the Boys and Girls Club of the Tri-County area. We have the CEO, Jason Presto, and also board members, Mary Like and Craig Johnson. Folks, thanks for joining us this morning. Thank thanks you, for having us, Bob. Thank you for having us. All right. Uh, do you want to start things out, Jason? We're getting a, an sure. update on uh, the Ripon facility, which hasn't broke ground yet, but uh, where are you at as far as costs in the campaign? Yeah, what everybody wants to know, right? So we have, uh, you know, the cost of the project has kind of slowly increased as time has gone by, you know, some of the inflation things and uh, whatever the case. But uh, the good news is, is at one point, I think we were kind of considering maybe resizing that facility um, to get it back kind of into into a scope that we could manage. And, and we have just been incredibly blessed to have people who believe so deeply in this project um, that allowed us to not have to do that and, and really build out the exact program and facility that the kids and the community need. So we are on track to build exactly what it is that we wanted to. The cost is going to be a minimum of $13 million. There's some open-ended owner direct projects that we have to uh, account for yet, but we're sitting at right around 12.3 million. Wow. So w at what point are you comfortable in breaking ground on the project? We, we are comfortable and we are set to break ground. Craig, I believe that's late May, early June. Craig, you want to weigh in there? Yeah, sometime in May, in, in May is uh, slated for uh, construction starting, so pretty exciting. So you got a pretty sizable board. Does that mean all the board members show up for the shovels and the gold helmets or what? Yeah, we certainly <laughs> hope so, right? <laughs> no, I, I, I fully expect that we'll have a, a groundbreaking uh, event scheduled very shortly. And... Um, and you don't you don't raise thirteen million dollars without having uh, quite a few people invested in, in in that in that process. So I expect a, a really good. Time. Once once they do break ground, how long will it take them to complete it? Construction is slated for about ten months, ten to ten to twelve months. So ideally, it will would not be open until twenty twenty five then. June of 2025 is probably opening day was what we're, we're scheduling for. All right. Um, anybody want to weigh in on what this facility is going to mean for the club and what it's going to mean for the Ripon area in particular? Um, <laughs> I'll start. And, you know, <laughs> Everything. I mean, I mean, I think people understand the Boys and Girls Club is an after-school program, right? So first mm -hmm. and foremost, we're a place for kids and, and families to rely on um, in the out-of-school time space, right? So after school and, and on non-school days, um, we're a place that where, where kids can be and families can, you know, continue to be at work and employed. Um, but it's so much more than that, right? So mm -hmm. what we really pride ourselves on is being... Um, great community partners and getting our hands involved in, in so many sort of ancillary programs, right? Like kids, a lot, a lot of kids will find that the Boys and Girls Club is where they eat, it's where they shower, it's where they, they socialize, it's where they participate in 
high yield enrichment activities. It's where they take their driver's ed course. It's where they do their mentoring. It's where they participate in team job programs and get connected with what we hope will be um, a path towards a, a successful future and, and, and them be reaching their full potential as contributing members of the Ripon community. Can you tell us a little bit about um, how you'll be able to um, advance kids' skills as far as being job ready once they are out of school? Yeah, so that's the whole goal, right? So we look right. at this as a, you know, sort of a spectrum or a continuum of care. Um, we're we're getting into the licensed child care business to some degree, so we might have kids as young as, you know, four years old, and we want to advance them, you know, year by year, so that they're prepared, as I as I mentioned, for for their next phases of life, and and so that's why not every boys and girls club across the country or even in the state is is getting into the business of um you know job readiness right and so we're seeing this kind of shift in you know obviously the four-year education is still um, viable but there's all these opportunities that exist especially in rural wisconsin where we have a lot of manufacturers and, and, and businesses who are quite frankly in need of employees and we have kids in need of job skills and for us that was a no-brainer to sort of build the partnerships that would allow us to help youth find a path towards a successful future and earning, you know, family supporting wages. Okay. Um, maybe we could do a little bit of background because it's been a while since we talked about this, but sure. this was about seeing a need in the area and going full steam ahead with tackling that need, right? Mary, you want to take that one? Sure. Um, yes. And it, it started, a number of years ago now that that uh, group of people got together and and and, sur and and held a survey and determined that there was a need in our community in Ripon um, and as you well know we've worked hard to look at different options and and bring services to the community and it ended up that we determined we would just go ahead and build our facility it's not the typical way Boys and Girls Club comes to a community, but um, we're very excited that we'll be bringing full-time services and programs in the next year to Ripon. Uh, as a former school district employee and nurse, uh, I've talked to a number of people just last week, a, a, a guidance counselor that is retired, and, and there's such excitement now knowing that this is a is be, going to be a reality. Uh, people are very excited and ripping to see this this project come to fruition and knowing what it will do for the community. I, I don't think Ripon has a full grasp of all that will be brought, brought by a Boys and Girls Club, but they'll soon find out um, how important it will be to the community now and into the future. Okay. Um, let's talk a little bit about staffing for the facility. Are you going to be using a lot of volunteers for that? We, we actually, well, we will use volunteers, but we, it's kind of a misconception that, that we are run that way. We, mm -hmm. we do hire a full slate of employees and, and we intend to hire three full-time employees and, you know, approximately 20 part-time employees to run, to run the facility. 
and then we leverage we leverage community partnerships volunteers obviously throughout the programming to expand you know to create unique opportunities and programs but um so volunteers are critical but it's not it's not uh what we base the operation in. okay mary did you want to add something to that oh i guess <laughs> i, I... <laughs> Board, board members I, are volunteers, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. And I, I, I've had a number of people, you know, that I know that have recently, recently retired. They said, well, how can I get involved? And so I think as more and, pe more, and more people become um, aware and interested, and I think there will be more volunteer opportunities and, and interest within the community and the surrounding area to support the project. And, and Bob, if I could add on to that, I, I want to say on the on the sort of the team workforce development side, we will be relying heavily on volunteers okay. um, to build out a skilled trades program um, and create opportunities with local businesses, whether that's auto mechanics, um, construction, you know, various construction fields, plumbing, electrical, um, nursing, these kinds of things. So the local community businesses will be key volunteers. I, I didn't wanna, I don't wanna understate that, but um, I think your question was about how, how do we run the facility? Mm -hmm. Um, let's talk a little bit about the actual building process itself. Is this going to depend? Well, I shouldn't say depend, but will there be, <laughs> will the construction be done by more or less local firms? Craig? Yeah, I can take that. Uh, um, well, we, we, we have hired a general contractor, um, and they are, uh, out of Fond du Lac, Fond du Lac County, uh, um, C.D. Smith is going to be our general contractor, and Jason and I have been pretty heavily involved in that process, and 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 have worked and talked with a lot of the local subcontractors, and and um, we are encouraging C.D. Smith to hire a lot of local uh, subcontractors to be involved in the project, and C.D. Smith is totally on board with uh, finding the right partners uh, in the construction process. And, and a lot of them will, will hopefully be local subcontractors. Okay. Um, let's talk a little bit about the campaign itself. I, I understand that Webster's is committed to this project and they have actually increased what they originally were going to donate as the project scales goes up a little bit in costs. I imagine others have done that as well. Yes, there are a number of number of very generous donors that have that have contributed to this campaign. But uh, we were certainly excited to get a call last week from Rob after they held their um, their annual uh, Webster Foundation luncheon where they give back to the community and to so many organizations. But he announced at that event that he would be, he and Kathy, his wife, and Candy would be contributing another 300000 to their already very generous gift of a million towards this campaign. And we are extremely grateful for that tremendous boost. Um, it just it, it gets us closer to the, to the end zone. And we are um, so excited. And, and it's on the, in addition to other very generous people that have been helping us get to this point of 12.3 million. All right, if somebody wants to give to the campaign, where do they send their contribution to? <laughs> How do they make a contribution, I guess is what I'm asking. 
Well, on yeah, our website, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you're fine. Go ahead. Yeah, there, there's links to the website uh, for contact information, bgctric.org. You can contact myself um, or Ashley Bartle, Bartle, our director of development, um, or, you know, um, or checks can be mailed, although I don't have that PO box in front of me. Um, but I can certainly publicize it this afternoon on our Facebook page. Um, and I just want to piggyback on to what Mary said um, and, and thank the Webster uh, Marketplace family in total for their vision for getting behind this project because it, it wouldn't get done without the likes of, of them, um, you know, Mary and, and her family, uh, Tom and Carol Joseph and uh, the Wiest family who are all honorary co-chairs of this campaign and have made substantial uh commitments to what they believe will be a life-changing project in the in the ribbon community so i wanted to make sure that we gave them an appropriate shout out well we can't wait to see it get done but uh i wanted to give jason one chance here to tell us a little bit about <laughs> the founders day award that you're getting from ripping college what does that mean to the boys and girls club boy you're putting me on the spot it's it's pretty humbling, a little emotional for me, quite honestly. And uh, I think I took a phone call from President Fulce right before Christmas, and 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 she told me, and I, and it took me a while to wrap my head around it. You know, as a as a Ripon College graduate myself, and um, a kid who, quite honestly, probably could have used the Boys and Girls Club back in the day. I I I, I often think Ripon College was my Boys and Girls Club. So um, it's sort of this is a full circle experience, and and it's just a it's an honor that to the work I think that the Boys and Girls Club has done in a, in a, in a rural pocket of Wisconsin. They've been really elite at the, at the service delivery and the, in the program quality, um, the board, the staff, and it's just a great, it's just great recognition um, for the organization. And it really, I think at times when, and Mary could probably um back this up when we felt a little defeated um that what we were, were doing all along mattered and matters well folks that's uh all i have for now maybe you can give us an update in the future as we get a little bit closer to the groundbreaking but thank you very much for sharing your time with us this morning thanks bob appreciate thanks it for, bob having for having us <laughs> That is uh, Jason Presto, who is the CEO of the Boys and Girls Club of the Tri-County area. Uh, also, we had Mary Like and Craig Johnson, who are board members. We do appreciate their time this morning and yours as well.